Chapter 1. Montana Metrosexual. Sean Stranahan winced when his client, sitting on the elevated swivel seat at the front of the raft, came forward with his fly cast. He whistled and slapped a hand to the side of his head. Oh, shit, the client said. My bad. Did I hook you? Only in my ear, Stranahan said, forcing a smile. He rode the raft to a cut bank and told the client, a hairstylist who owned a salon in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, to hop out and hold the raft steady. Careful, Stranahan said. Don't move your rod. He pulled a small nail clipper to the extent of the elastic coil that tethered it to his fly vest and snipped off the leader in front of the two-inch long salmon fly pattern. The client, Kenneth Winston, tied the raft to an exposed root. He waded through the shallows to inspect Stranahan's earlobe, from which the fly dangled like a cockroach earring. I say, Captain, this could be the beginning of a new fashion trend in angling, Winston said. Long black fingers pinched the lower part of the lobe. At Stranahan's instructions, Winston passed the loop of the monofilament leader material under the bend of the hook. He grasped the ends firmly. Steady now, Stranahan said. Don't be shy about it. Yank it out quick. He felt a brief sting as the fingers abruptly jerked the loop of monofilament backing the hook out. Good thing we were fishing barbless, Winston chuckled. Here. He dabbed at a ruby droplet of blood suspending from Stranahan's lobe. Now you know what it feels like to get your ear pierced. He touched the diamond stud in his own left earlobe. You want, he said, I could hook you up with one like mine and we could forget about the guide fee. Turn you into a Montana metrosexual. Thanks anyway, Stranahan said. Really, I am sorry. I'm a better caster than that. Let me make it up to you. Who cuts your hair? I do, Stranahan said a little defensively. I was afraid that might be the answer. Perhaps we can do something about it. The fishing slowed down anyway. Here? Why not? I'm like Paladin and... What's that old TV western? Have gun, will travel? I'm always packing. In my case, just about as fine a set of Buccelli barber tools a man can buy. He rummaged in his Sims waterproof duffel and pulled out a folding leather wallet which opened to reveal three neat rows of combs and glistening cutlery. These picks and snips are what brought me to your fine state, the stylist said. He slipped a pair of scissors out of a leather loop. Every summer I line up workshops near rivers I want to fish. Last year it was Pocatello, because I wanted a piece of that cutthroat action on the south fork of the snake. This year, you're the beneficiary of my expertise. See, what I do is teach white barbers how to cut hair so a black man doesn't end up looking like a poodle. You get away from cities east of the Mississippi, you'd be surprised how many brothers can't find anyone who can cut their hair. Now you, Winston stroked his pencil mustache thoughtfully as he waded around the boat to examine Stranahan's head from different angles. I'm thinking an unstaggered part, swept back wings over the ears. I'm thinking George Clooney. I'm thinking Clark Gable. Something simple, but classic. Your haircut says, I'm a man's man, I wear a plaid shirt, but I can rock cufflinks and a tux. So it was that Sean Stranahan found himself getting a hundred dollar haircut from a man whose business card read, Hot Hands, 
while sitting in a swivel chair on the rowing frame of a second-hand raft in the upper reaches of the Madison River. Had someone told him this would be the agenda of the afternoon, he would have said he was crazy. Or maybe not. In the fourteen months since he'd come to Montana, moved was too strong a word for an artist-slash-fishing-bum-slash-guide who didn't know which way to turn the wheel after the ink on the divorce papers dried. Stranahan had been duct-taped to a chair, stabbed, and nearly drowned. It was a long story and, to say the least, an interesting chapter in his life, but not an especially profitable one. Like most Montana immigrants, he had found that while he could eat on one job, he needed two more to pay rent and feed gasoline to his rig, a 76 Toyota FJ40 Land Cruiser.